Hello, language professionals. I want to thank you and welcome you back to the next podcast. This is Bespoke Business English. My name is Dominic Chase. Uh, I'm going to be talking to you today about Victoria's Secret. What could I have to say about Victoria's Secret? I believe it was about two, three years ago at this point, two or three years ago, during the Black Friday sales, my wife and I went to Victoria's Secret to buy her some, some underwear. Uh, we, we decided to be brave and go do the um, this shopping during Black Friday when there's so many people out shopping. This is before COVID, obviously, so uh, that wasn't a concern. But we went there and when we went to um, see what deal we could get for her. And the experience was, was so surprising that I, I felt a need to make a podcast about this. Uh, I've also mentioned this to a number of my clients and we've discussed this. And so um, I think this could be a topic of some value for uh, our listeners. So you got to tell me your thoughts and what you get from this. So again, feel free to leave a comment. Let us know how we're doing for you. Let us know if we need to do a little bit more of something, a little bit less of something. So uh, a number of years ago, Black Friday, uh, Victoria's Secret, my wife and I go and we're greeted at the door because they seem to have these greeters. They seem to have these hosts that, you know, wait in the front of the shop. I think it's no different than in any other shop. Um, they try to put staff near the door. Tip from one of my guys, Jay Abram, one of these testers. Now he's a business guy who believes in testing everything. Yeah. And so one of the things that Jay Abram did for one of the companies that he helped improve some of their practices, he focused on greetings at doors. And what he found in his uh, work, in his study, I think they tested 23 different greetings. And the one that worked the best was what brought you into the store today. And I believe that one worked, if I remember the story correctly, I believe the reason that that worked was because it set the salesperson up for success. What brought you in the store? Oh, I saw an ad about something. And then we could lead the potential client to this department, this area to close the sale. Whereas something like, how can I help you? Oh no, I got it. You know, you can shut that down. Wording it in a way uh, such as uh, what brought you into the store, uh, it disarms them, puts them in a good place to be sold. Victoria's Secret, we get there and it's packed. It's completely full. Uh, lots of people looking for deals. You know, we are greeted at the door and she was so polite, warm and welcoming. It's amazing. Some people may make the joke, you know, oh, the girl who works in Victoria's Secret saying that she must be attractive. Well, that's subjective. It's attractive to you, may not be attractive to me and, and vice versa. Um, I think the, 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 her aesthetics are irrelevant to the story. But what I can say is that I felt welcomed, felt that they wanted my money in that store. <laughs> And let's ask that question. Would you say did that business make you feel like they wanted your money in the store? Uh, I've been a lot of places where I felt that they didn't actually want my money, that I don't know, they were looking for, for an experience, not, not an actual sale. Um, they skipped a lot of steps, but that wasn't the case with Victoria's Secret. We were greeted. Uh, we felt welcomed. They were asking my wife questions that I didn't completely understand. And we went through this process and she was asking these questions and she was engaging. I mean, she was a great salesperson, so much so that I was shocked. I, I literally said to the girl, where are you from? I said, I said, where are you from? You know, because it was just so surprising um, that this girl had been so welcoming and I mean, just a great salesperson. I'm a hard person to sell. All of us, you know, salespeople are better the salesperson, the more difficult it is to sell us. We know when someone's selling us, they prime us, they prep us, they say things in ways where we say as salespeople, oh, I know what you're about to do. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. We give it a chance. 
Um, and the true sales people who hear this, they, they, they know what I'm talking about and they enjoy it. And I'll even give you an example. I mentioned in um, one of my previous podcasts about my experience in Nepal. And in that, I remember I went to some little shop to buy some shoes, some sandals that were good for hiking, good soles, but could breathe because I was going to be walk, walking distances between villages uh, when I was in, in, in Nepal. You know, I was in the shop with this guy. We were negotiating the price of these shoes. Negotiation range was about $7, but that's how I could afford the trip. Save where you can. No, It's not necessary to spend an extra $7 if it's unnecessary. You know, I didn't want to haggle him, but this is the game that gets played. It's almost an insult not to haggle, as I was told by by some individuals who you know, are native to Nepal. Maybe that person was joking. I don't know. I just find that it was very common practice to haggle for prices and, and, and expect a deal. I go in with this guy and haggling, you know, over the, the $7 margin for these shoes. Uh, I think he wanted to pay 20. He wanted me to pay 35 and I wanted to pay 28 or something like that because I'd seen him somewhere else for like 25. I was willing to go up a little bit, but not so much, you know, because I was traveling, traveling on a budget and I was trying to uh, make my money last as long as possible. So I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm haggling with this guy and he's already brought me up from 25 to, to 28. And then I say no, because I'd rather wait until the next day and go from a place that's cheaper, just have to walk further away. Because I, again, I was traveling on a budget. I need to save every dollar. Uh, as I said, no. And I was walking out, the guy says to me, he's like, he's like, wait, he's like, wait, 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 don't, don't, don't leave. Don't leave. Just, just, just listen for a minute. And I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, you know, what's up? And he says, uh, he's like, listen, he's like, listen, I, I really want to sell you these shoes, but, but, but I really have a problem. You know, I, I really have a problem, you know? And I'm like, okay, man, you know, what's, what's, what's your problem? You know? And he's like, I just have to win. He just wanted to win the negotiation. He just needed to feel that victory, you know? And, and we can empathize with that. We can sympathize with that. We can identify with that with, with simply put just wanting the win. Appreciated his, uh, uh, you know, his commitment to the sale. And if that was his sales tactic, he got me, you know, I paid the price he wanted me to pay. So he won, you know, but that's that victory. You know, he needed it a little bit more than I did then. And so he got what he wanted uh, to the victor go to spoils. You know, as salespeople, we can we can understand the idea of, uh, of another salesperson and their tactics, you know, and, and how they're played on us. Uh, but this didn't feel like that. And maybe that's even more points to Victoria's Secret for you know, having such a good model. She did her job. She made us feel welcome. She was, you know, asking my wife for her measurements and she wrote it down on a little card and, you know, she had a little measuring tape. My wife felt taken care of. She felt focused upon. This girl then hands us off to the next level expert because her skill set or her uh, responsibilities were limited to some area. We had to move on to the next associate. And that's when we started discussing uh, this next level. I don't remember if that was styles first or, you know, they did sizes first. But I remember this next person. She was, you know, also as a salesperson, it was a, it hit me so impactfully. I had to go back to the first girl and I said to her, I said, hey, I said, listen, let me let me ask you a question. I said, I said. I said, where are you? I asked her, where are you from? You know, because I just, I needed a reason, you know, some reason for her to be that good. Um, and I asked her where she was from. You know, she's answering my questions, you know, being very polite. Please said to her, I said, I said, why do you care? And then she explained that that was what the executives or, or, or the management of uh, Victoria's Secret had uh, instructed them to do, that this was their corporate you know, instruction and we felt it and it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel, it didn't feel that any of them 
in there doing this begrudgingly yes and if you don't understand what uh, begrudgingly means to do something in a way that you don't really want to do it so when you're let's say a child you tell them to clean their room but they don't really want to clean their room and so they clean their room begrudgingly they're pouting they're making sounds of negativity you see their frustration so they're doing they're doing something begrudgingly and these employees they didn't feel like they were serving us uh, begrudgingly you know um, it felt like they had a plan, they had a flow, and they had a they they knew it was going to be a busy night, and so they didn't want to miss any points. Um, you know, there were people going around organizing um, different sections of the store. You know, it was necessary to talk to that girl and find out what motivated her to such a degree, because I feel like that is something that is uh, unique on the Polish market, and that's uh, very much in line with uh, the American style of. Uh, doing business as clients we felt taken care of and, and truth be told the whole reason that I'm even making this podcast is that I wish Victoria's Secret was a store where I could personally have some brand loyalty you know I am an extremely brand loyal consumer I have the majority of my suits are suits from Vistula I have a suit from uh, Van Thorne my personal tailor and uh, he also makes my shirts and I buy exclusively from him. Any suit that I get made is going to be made by him because uh, I found someone who cares about what he does and I have brand loyalty to him. That's why I talk about him. Um, but if you've listened to other podcasts of mine, you've noticed that I, I make it a point not to mention the names of companies where I don't appreciate their practices. But Van Thorne, you know, he's great. You know, he cares about his work. I hope to give him a little bit of marketing value by seeing his name on my podcast because I, it'd be a nice thank you, you know? And again, if you guys end up going to him or calling him or uh, telling him, I mean, this is not a sponsorship, you know? This is not, you know, a paid advertisement. Um, I just like the man's work. Um, so we got to give credit where credit's due. If I'm expecting people to recommend me, you know, or, or tell a friend about me uh, because you enjoy what I do, then why shouldn't I recommend this guy who... Uh, I enjoy his services. Yeah, I'm an extremely brand loyal, you know, and I, I wish that the, the way they gave service, you know, it's 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 I mean, it felt very customer oriented and it, it stands out on a Polish market from the American perspective. You know, I told you guys uh, that I would be doing this from the American perspective and, and my experiences here. And that was very much in line with the um, in line with the, the United States culture. And let me check myself on that. Um, because I noticed when I was um, uh, editing the podcast, so in, in post-production, uh, a number of things, I noticed that I say um a lot. And so I'll work on that. That's uh, my area for growth in this uh, podcast. So maybe that'll be a way to uh, get my filler out because ultimately it's a filler. Yes, um, you have one. There's another one of mine. I say yes a lot. So sometimes I'll make a statement and say yes, yes, yes. And that's my filler. Some people say, um, some people say like it's a number of different words. You'll hear a number of different ones of mine, because again, uh, it's a podcast. Yeah. Uh, and this is what happens when you hear your teacher speak for so long. Uh, you notice that, uh, we have these fillers and we make mistakes, but we're human and, uh, you get the unscripted version. Yeah. So if, and when you hear a mistake, just stop me and ask, um, um, but you gotta be listening to the podcast first, <laughs> uh, um, comments and then do it live. Yeah. But anyway, back to topic. Yeah. So Victoria's secret. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I wish they had a product that I could personally buy as my hobby. Maybe there's some individuals who are, who are, you know, into that kind of thing. And it's, it's, I make no judgment about that. Um, 
it's not my thing. Um, so I can't spend my money there. You know, I can I can buy gift cards for my wife, you know, and, and support the company, uh, make sure they don't go out of business. Um, um, but it's not mine the way that maybe my, uh, um, you know, I only purchase comic books from uh, one specific store in Poland. You know, um, I check with them first. If they don't have what I'm looking for as far as comic books, then I go to someone else. And yes, if you are wondering, uh, did I just pause my podcast to go check uh, my account for uh, my comic book uh, guy? Yeah, I actually just stopped the podcast go check because i ordered comic book um uh, one issue that i was missing from one series i collect and i realized that it hasn't come but it's okay because normally um he collects some of them from the different localities sends that shipment every so often so i just had to send him an email you know now that i'm actually thinking about him but i ordered those comic books like i don't know maybe three weeks ago so or that one comic book anyway uh, yeah, but that's my brand loyalty. I get my suits from one guy. I get my comic books from one guy. Like one type of, of shoe, really. Same when it comes to trainers, to sneakers. Uh, I, I typically, in my normal clothes, I just wear some uh, t-shirts from uh, TK Maxx. You know, just plain black or white or blue or green. Uh, nothing special. Um, you know, uh, I don't like to spend money on clothes if it's not necessary. And I believe that for work, it is necessary to look professional. The devices that I buy, I like Corsair. They were just bought by uh, a holding company. Uh, excuse me, not a holding company, a venture capitalist. Yeah. And so I'm very interested to see what they're doing. Yeah. They just took the company public. Um, so their IPO now sitting around 30 bucks, 30 US dollars uh, at the moment. And this is, today's the 22nd of January. Yeah. But Victoria's Secret, I mean, all the way to the cash register, so much so all the way to the point to even uh, I talked to one of the managers at the end, you know, and, and, and spoke to uh, her, you know, just said how remarkable it was for me from the American perspective to feel that salesmanship from the door to the register. They got my money, you know, they, they their business model worked. They got it. You know, I reached in my pocket. And was like, here you go. I enjoyed the experience. My wife enjoyed the experience. I do think that they could use some some real seating room, you know, for the men who who you know are supporting the women, you know, in their stores, you know. Um, other than that, it was it was it was perfect, perfect. Also, if anyone from Victoria's Secret, if you're listening to this, you know, we could also use a charging port, you know, wherever we are, you know, whatever has seating areas for the for the husbands and boyfriends. Plug in our phones, yeah. Maybe a spare USB cord for, for those of us who don't think in advance. Yeah. Um, but it was great. And it's funny because, you know, I actually had a conversation with one guy outside of one client's office and some uh, gentleman who works in a neighboring company outside and uh, he's smoking a cigarette. I'm smoking a cigarette. And I was having a conversation with him. Um, and then, of course, I brought up this Victoria's Secret and he said, but Victoria's Secret will never have uh, hundreds of stores in Poland the way they do in America. You know, and I said to him, I said, yeah, I said that that's because your your perspective is fucked up. I said, I said, if you, sir. Cannot be satisfied. With the profits. Simply the profits. From three stores, then you have a perspective issue. Like that, that was literally my response and what I felt and that's how I feel, you know, 
I mean, because let's let's I mean, I mean, if we're going to be if we're going to say we want something, I mean, let's be fair. Yes. I mean, what, what do we let's what I mean, what can we assume? Yes. The, 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 the amount of sales, the, the amount of profit, you know, that company is making. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if there's 300 of them, you know. It's, 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 let's have perspective. I mean, what, what is the true price of your happiness? You know, what does that cost? Cause I thought about that. You know, I did my math, you know, I said, well, what's the number that I need to produce my content to, uh, have security, to feel safe. Yes. To be able to meet my needs, you know, to be able to save some money for my kids when they grow up. Yes. Uh, to save some money that in case I have a heart attack, you know, I can be out of work for six months, you know, and, and not be completely broke because I'm taking a chance on myself. You know, but 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 what is the true but what is the true price of your happiness? If the profit margin from three Victoria's Secret shops doesn't make you happy, man, what does? You know? You know, even to this day I don't I don't know those numbers. But to me, in my opinion, it's irrelevant. Unrealistic to think in such ways because America's a completely different avenue. I mean, there's a quality of life in Europe that is simply put just doesn't exist in America think that I'm doing uh, well for myself because I have that American work ethic. We know that if we don't work, we fail. It feels a little bit harder. It feels a little bit more dangerous out there. Um, and so we put in that extra hour, even myself, for the last few months now, just hour after hour, day after day, making sure I create this quality content. And I hope you feel this strong foundation. I hope you feel that, that a lot of work has gone into it because it has, but it doesn't make any sense for me to tell you, you have to feel it. But if you don't feel it, leave a comment, tell me that, let me know I need to do something more. I need to do something better. But if you feel the value, yes, then I appreciate you sharing that information as well, you know, um, to let me know that I'm doing my job. Um, and so I mean, you know, showing credit where credit's due, I gotta tell Victoria's Secret, you know, you guys have done a great job with COVID. It's been nearly a year now. And so uh, uh, we haven't even uh, been in the mall, let alone uh, into Victoria's Secret. I do look forward to, you know, the mall opening back up and, and, and my my wife having the opportunity to go there, you know, and, and get that experience because she enjoyed herself. She was happy. You know, she takes part in a class, uh, a dance class. You know, she very much enjoys it, you know, and I'm happy for her. I, I want her to enjoy her time, especially when we think about the ways we spend our money. Are we happy and the places we spend our money. When I, as I told you before, if, you, if you're unhappy with something, you know, look out the window. What do you hate? It's an opportunity. Create a business. Maybe the people in Victoria's Secret saw that there was a lacking of customer service in some places. You know, maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. I don't know. Only thing that I do know is that of any female garment shop that I've ever walked in, um, I've never felt uh, as welcome as I did there. Um, and they definitely made me feel like spending my money, you know, which is the ultimate goal of a business. You know, they, uh, a client, a potential client, potential customer comes in, uh, if we can meet their needs, you know, we want them to spend, but also I think we need to have perspective and also ask the question, are we making our clients want to buy from us? Are we making them feel good about the way they spend their money? You know, I hope that you guys are you No, know, I hope that you agree with the prices. I hope you uh, agree with the amount of work. Yes, it's hard. It's difficult, you know, but I also know that you got to price things in a certain way. And I also know that based on my experience, if you charge lower prices, people just don't stay committed. You know, they just don't do the work because the amount of money that they're spending is negligible, you know? So you got to spend, make people spend a certain amount of money to get a certain level of commitment. And that's just fact. If you lower the price on something, it seems so cheap that no one wants to buy it. Yes. 
you know, but then you can price something ridiculously, you know, you'll get a few, you know, but you could also lower your price and get them on the volume, you know. I like to think that my uh, um, services are uh, are uh, accurately priced, you know, that the amount of value exceeds the price. And that's the, the key point. You know, does the value exceed the price? Uh, in my opinion, it does. And for um, the clients that I have and those of you listening, I would say so. Yeah. Um, but this podcast is free. So, um, you know, can't be free. Right. Um uh, actually, no, this is not. This is this is a Victoria's Secret. I, I don't know if this one's going to be free or not. You'll figure it out by the time you hear it. Yeah. Um, that said, you know, um, you know, I was surprised by that. And, you know, and, 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 and by this gentleman saying that, you know, Victoria's Secret will never be one of, um, you know, what it is in America, you know, but that's just that's just completely unfair, you know, because why does why does it need to be? You know, what is what why is that even a concern? You know? Um you know, is 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 where and, and how and why uh we find happiness in a thing. I mean, can that not be enough? Of course we need some money to live, you know. I love what I do, but I need to be paid, <laughs> you know. Food is not free, gas is not free, yes. You know, but I don't I don't I don't need to earn, you know, a million zlotties a month, you know, to feel successful. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the threshold of successfulness in my opinion, you know, um, I think the number that, that for my personal association with success is, is a lot lower than, than, you know, a million zlotties a month, you know. Uh, but for that gentleman, I don't, I don't know what to say, but what, um, I do want to say, uh, is, uh, let's make sure that we have perspective guys. You know, we have, uh, companies, um, who, um, you know, are being this amazing thing on the market. You know, they're making their customers feel welcome. They're making their customers feel engaged. You know, they're making their customers want to buy their products, you know, and that's is what, that is what, you know. Um, in the eyes of this American, um, you know, that is what Victoria's Secret represents, you know, um, there are other companies on the market um, who, you know, which started in um, the States, you know, there's TGI Fridays and, you know, some restaurants, um, you know, well, let's not talk about, you know, fast food is Heart Rock Cafe and, you know, TGI Fridays fast food depends on your perspective. Technically, I would say no, personally, um, some other native um, natives from the United States would uh, um, consider that fast food. I don't, you know, it's casual dining food, um, but I wouldn't call it fast food for sure. I would feel like that would be rude, you know, but th- but when but when we think about that business model, it's, it, it just it just doesn't hit as much. You know, when we when I talk to, um, you know, the, the, the people in Papa John's. Um, not the best, you know, that, that American standard does just doesn't, uh, translate. And I can understand that the way business models work in different localities, uh, works in different localities. Yeah. A hundred percent agreed. Uh, and maybe, uh, it's important to note 
uh, when someone is from one culture or another. And maybe that's something that um, Victoria's Secret did. I don't know. You know, you, you have to listen to this story and find the value in it for yourself. What I can say um, is that they made me want to spend my money. You know, the same way that my comic book guys make me want to spend my money, the same way Mashek, my tailor, makes me want to spend my money, um, in the same way Corsair does with their uh, uh, great products. You know, it's, it's, you know, I feel like I'm getting my money's worth, you know, and, 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 and are we conveying that to our clients? Are, are we making them feel uh, that they want to spend their money with us? It's something that we all have to um, take into consideration. So uh, I'm going to bring this uh, podcast to a close. Uh, it's a little bit shorter podcast, um, but I did want to just share my story uh, with, um, you know, Victoria's Secret and say you guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. Uh, if you guys need any English lessons, uh, feel free to um, uh, shoot me a message, shoot me an email until the next one. Yeah. Thank you for today.